This is The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. The Leadoff is powered by NetSuite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's true when your business is growing fast, and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant, supply chains are clogged, and the labor market is tight. What does that mean for margins? But not every business is in the dark. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. Know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash front office right now. netsuite.com slash front office. netsuite.com slash front office. It's Friday, September 23rd. I'm Owen Poindexter, senior writer for Front Office Sports, pinch hitting for Abigail. Here's what we're following in the business of sports. A plea deal with federal and state prosecutors is the latest twist in a scandal that could have major implications for Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre. John Davis, the former director of Mississippi's Department of Human Services, pleaded guilty Thursday in federal court for his role in the misappropriation of more than $70 million in welfare funds. According to court documents and sources with knowledge of the matter, Favre is linked to around $8 million of funds earmarked for needy families in Mississippi, a state with the highest poverty rate in the nation. A source with knowledge of the investigation told Front Office Sports that Favre has been on investigators' radar for months, while the legendary QB's attorney has claimed his client didn't know he was accepting money from welfare funds. Quote, if Favre gets indicted, and I expect he will be, one of the counts will surely be wire fraud, said Matt Timpanik, a veteran federal criminal defense attorney. Now to the World Cup. The 2022 FIFA World Cup is less than two months away, but Qatar continues to put the final touches on the event amid ongoing concerns about whether the country is prepared to host the largest single sporting tournament on Earth. Since Qatar was awarded rights to host the World Cup in 2010, the Gulf country has seen its government spend more than $300 billion on infrastructure projects per Bloomberg. Many of the projects remain unfinished, causing concern for organizers and fans. About 1.2 million people are expected to travel to Qatar, nearly half its population. As of June, only 90,000 hotel rooms were available throughout the host city, Doha. The World Cup's largest venue, 767 million Lusail Stadium, also has challenges of its own despite being completed. Earlier this month, the venue hosted a match in front of 77,000 fans, many of who complained about a lack of water accessibility, among other issues. From one hot place to another, Within a day of Robert Sarver's announcement that he is selling the Phoenix Suns and Mercury, an assortment of billionaire former CEOs have emerged as potential buyers. Amazon founder and former CEO Jeff Bezos could reportedly consider a bid, as might former Disney CEO Bob Iger. Former Oracle CEO Larry Ellison and Lorraine Jobs, widow to Apple co-founder and former CEO Steve Jobs, are also in the running. While only three people in the world can match Bezos' net worth of $140.7 billion per Forbes, Ellison, the seventh richest person, with $93.5 billion, would have no trouble matching a bid. Iger showed interest in buying the team last year. While Sarver owns around 35% of the Suns, he reportedly has the authority to sell the team in full, due to his status as managing partner. He will also be in control of the sale process and the selection of bids, though the incoming owner will need to be approved by the other NBA owners. And finally, while the city of Oakland is fighting to keep one team, it's lobbying for another. The city council passed a resolution on Tuesday calling for the WNBA to add a team in Oakland. The 12-team league is looking to add two new teams as soon as the 2024 season. 
The resolution cited the city's existing arena, vacated by the Golden State Warriors before the 2019-2020 season, and its shared values with the WNBA. The arena is situated near a train station and a highway and has ample parking. The Oakland A's play on the same site, but will be leaving within the next few years, either for a new development on the Oakland waterfront or Las Vegas. Retired WNBA legend Alana Beard is heading an effort to bring a team to Oakland. San Francisco, Nashville, Philadelphia, Portland, and Toronto are all believed to be contenders for a franchise as well. If you love the leadoff, you'll love Front Office Sports Pro. Front Office Sports Pro is a membership product that provides business leaders with actionable, timely insights on the most promising opportunities where sports meets industry. Sign up at frontofficesports.com pro to become a member and receive cutting-edge research reports, access to the pro investor directory, deal tracker, exclusive merchandise, and experiences among a community of like-minded professionals. Use the code LEADOFF for 10% off the annual subscription price. Thanks for listening to The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, send us a screenshot on social media, and we'll send you some FOS merch. <laughs>